Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Gravity Falls. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Streaming in Place. This is Kate Kaldick, joined by Drives a Biscotti, Noel Kirkpatrick, and uh, 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 of course, Oh, hold uh, on. Oh, no. I forgot. What? Alison Shoemaker, uh, everybody loves puppets. Okay, that's what I say. Everybody, everybody loves d- puppets. Everybody loves puppets. Oh, I had a good one. I'll find. I'll find it. Of course, it. I was going for the Drag Race reference. If you know, mm-hmm. if I if I could, synergy there. Um, before we get into these episodes, and before we get Allison's quick hot take about the last two, in case anybody is listening to this but doesn't listen to the main Televerse, which fair if you do, you're missing out. But fair. But fair enough. Fair enough. You know, maybe they're Allison stands who are who are listening for that reason. That's an excellent reason to listen. Um, News! I'm pregnant! Yay! And Yay! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm due in June. Uh, so at a certain point in June, we will be wrapping up streaming in place. And we will be going on hiatus, hopefully forever, because hopefully we don't find ourselves in a lockdown again. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, so the plan currently is to finish uh, Gravity Falls Season 2. Then we have uh, plans for what's next for the month of May. Uh, Gravity Falls season two should take us through April. We have another show that we're planning on for May. And then we'll see about how June goes. If we, you know, if we're up for it, if, you know, we maybe we'll try to do some form of the Lucifer season 5B. That's dropping right at the end of May. We'll see how it goes. That one will be more by ear, depending on, you know, how useless I am at that stage of pregnancy. <laughs> um, but that, but just so you all know, that's the plan. That's what's happening. So we don't. You're going to be useless here. for podcasting. You will not be useless for other things like keeping a small thing alive. I will hopefully be not <laughs> useless at that. Fingers crossed. Uh, but all the other things, just like, nope. That's this is like, like don't kill it. <laughs> all the energy going into that. Um, but anyways, we have a lot to talk about, and Allison has a heart out, so we need to get right in to the topic. So. First of all, Allison, what did you think of the beginning of season two of Gravity Falls? We had um, uh, the, the bunker, the bunker and... into the bunker, and we also had Scaryoki was the first episode. So, um, well, first of all, the first thing I texted Kate was, "Does it really count as three part harmony if it's just octaves?" Um, so, so that was where my brain was at with that one. Which I otherwise very much enjoyed. My favorite bit of those two episodes, though, is it was the first time where Wendy's ever seemed like a person. Um, she also seemed like a fantasy, but that seems intentional, at least in this episode, um, with her Lara Croft moment. Uh, but I really enjoyed the, the Dipper Wendy conversation quite a lot. Um, I thought that was super well handled. Uh, and Mark Hamill, of course, was great. Mm-hmm. You weren't kidding about the good guest stars this season. Yep. Well, did you did you ping the the karaoke guest star? I don't remember. Refresh me. Uh, Nick Offerman. Yes. Yeah. 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 Immediately. I mean, come on. He's got a very distinctive voice, a lot like the guest star in the first of these two episodes. Yes. I mean, and there there is another guest star. It's just like the other guy is not as like known to us as that one. So here for these episodes, we've got uh, the Gulf War, um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we also have uh, Sock Opera. So, Noel, I'm going to you first. Um, we really like these episodes. I remember talking about these episodes back in the day. Uh, they still hold up. And there's music. So, of course, I'm going to love it. Uh, what did you think of these? Did they hold up in your memory? Like, were they as good rewatching as they were when you, like, as, as fond as our memories were? 
Yeah, no, I, I, the Gulf War is just really zany and wacky, and I really enjoy it. Um, but sock opera is just a powerhouse of an episode. It's really funny. It's really kind of dark. Um, Bipper is just the best. Boy, these are, I'm sure, are durable. Um, but yeah, so they, they definitely held up and I was really glad to revisit both of them. And it's just, yeah, they're just really delightful. And the thing I really like about Golf War, um, since that's first is that it just explains everything about mini golf that you really need to know, which is that (laughs) all the courses are sentient and that's why you can never, that's why they favor some people more than others. Mm-hmm. The Lilliputians. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Allison, how how are these for you? Did we overhype them? You've been very excited about these. No, not at all. Um, I really enjoyed both of them. One of my favorite conventions in genre storytelling is when somebody comes up with a way to really surprise you with a mystery. And in this case, they even said like. Oh, one of the great mysteries of the world, the great unsolvable mysteries is why does mini golf work the way it does? And then they actually explained it, which I never saw coming. And it made so much sense. It was so fun. Um, It was a great way of taking a story, the ending of which could not have been more predictable. Um, Like everybody learns a lesson and they have to unite. It was it's, you know, it's it's a classic. Um, But the way they went about it was so unexpected that I really appreciated that. And then sock opera knocked my socks up. Um, I enjoyed the music in both of these episodes, but sock opera in particular, uh, I'm sort of amazed by how much they managed to put into it because both of the plots felt like distinct a plots and yet they fit together seamlessly i think um just really an excellent episode so for for golf war let's go through some of these uh the the voice cast here we've got uh, frank caliendo as sergey we've got Pad oswald as franz uh we, we <laughs> we've got uh greg sipes as kraz jim cummings as pirate lilliputian uh nathan fillion is back as uh, as dad as uh preston northwest and uh, oh, John O'Hurley as the knight. I was about uh, to say, don't forget John O'Hurley. Oh yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson as Big Henry. We are talking about that. Um, so, yeah. did you guys have a favorite hole on the golf course? Did you have a favorite store? I feel like you have to go to the miners when, when they just are like, "I wonder what's happening down there." Wacky adventures, and you're like, "Nope, oh, it's just it's rough." Um, I really appreciate that detour with the miners um, of, yeah, no, some of these holes aren't good. Some of them are actually quite bad. And it was just real brutal. So watching, watching Big Henry pull out that little, that little drawing <laughs> as he passed away from, from the gas leak. It's just like, this is brutal. This, this, this is dark. It's a little dark show. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of when... When you're playing D and D, and and the party just Ruth, this is on the brain because I played D and D with Kate on Friday. Um, uh, so the party just ruthlessly murders someone. So then the DM embroiders it to happens. make it as as pitiful as possible. As an example, on Friday they had like written um, 
friends forever in the dirt of their camp and like all of that stuff. It, that's what it reminded me of. Like lay it on as thick as possible in exactly that circumstance. And it's only going to be darker and um, funnier, but mostly darker. The hard cut to Pacifica and Mabel standing on the golf course and then cutting back to it just mwah, followed by the little mini high fives messed up. In the most interesting way. Just, yeah. Well, I feel like it's very easy. Well, first of all, they shouldn't have tried to rob a party freshly out of fighting in Enchanted Axe. That, like, second of all, no, I, that was great. Absolutely. Fully on board with that. Uh, that's that's inside for, like, the if any of the other people in the party listen to the podcast. They should probably don't. Um, but also, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's very easy this episode because everything at the golf course is so delightful to just focus on that, but I feel like we should also take a moment to say, isn't it nice to have Pacifica back? Do, do, <laughs> as someone who is a violin teacher and is a violin teacher in Naperville, uh, which will be meaningful to people in from the Chicagoland area, uh, of, you know, in the Chicago suburbs, um, let's just say I could connect with certain parts of this. <laughs> Um, You're going to connect real hard in a few in a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> there's another really good Pacifica episode coming up. Yes, there's an excellent, I'm, and I'm very fortunate to not have to deal with much of that. But ooh, the stories you hear through the grapevine. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the Pacifica corner of this and just having her back? Um, it's it's a, a fun dynamic, very like um, Regina George meets Paris Geller, which is which I very much appreciate. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing to explore that dynamic. I know we're we're running out of Gravity Falls episodes, but um, but I very much enjoyed their their team up. Yeah, there's another Pacifica episode coming up in a couple of weeks um, for us. I think probably next week, maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really good and continues with these dynamics in even a more aggressive way. So it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, Marcus says, oh, by the way, they, they let the cat out of the bag on that one, sharing the real world secrets of mini golf. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, <laughs> you know, I think they, that's why uh, Holy Moly had to wait, you know, a few years to start because we they needed people to forget before they, they launched that. Do we have any final thoughts or any final things we wanted to shout out in uh, this episode before we move on? No, I just really enjoyed it. I think it um, only suffers by comparison in that I think the next one is so excellent that this one is just sort of typically great as opposed to really outstanding. So speaking of the next one is so excellent, Sock Opera, somehow I had forgotten Bill is in this one. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just remembered all the puppet stuff so well uh, that I forgot. I was like, oh, Bill's already back. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it was just like a extra little treat for me. Welcome back, Bill. Uh, uh, yeah, Elson, how how was how what was your initial take? Were you surprised by the puppets? Were you surprised by Bill? What'd you think? I was surprised by all of it. I I don't know why I didn't think puppets. Um, when you told me the title of the next one was Sock Opera, it seems like my brain should have gone there, but it just didn't. I was go, I was thinking Sock Hop and then the Valkyries, basically, is what I was expecting somehow. Um, this was better. Uh, I love that they're staying true to Mabel's boy crazy thing, but making it a different flavor every time. Um, it's obviously a runner, and um, we get a little tiny piece of that in the last episode, too, but... Um, 
but it, I think, really works in that it seems to affect her in a similar way, but she reacts differently every time, which is great. The puppets were amazing. Um, Puppet Grunkle Stan in particular, just wonderful. Um, but for me, it was the entrance of Bill and the puppet twist there that really makes the episode because it makes all of Mabel's stuff that much funnier and more tense because you realize all the chaos that's happening behind the scenes. So it's not just, is Mabel going to pull this off? It's how is it going to go terribly badly because Bill is puppeting, <laughs> puppeting Dipper's body. I'm going to drink this like a human does. Ah. <laughs> a human clone of a boy band. <laughs> Maybe, right? Marcus does say uh, Mabel did realize that she dodged a bullet with Gabe. And that, see, that's, again, th- this is growth. She's yeah. learning lessons. Yes. Valuable life lessons. Well done, Mabel. Noel, how how was this? You you remembered about Bill. Yeah, no, I did remember Bill. Um, yeah, I, like, I think Allison's point about how both of these what should be a plots come together to do a two part harmony mm-hmm. um, works really, really well. And I was, it's just delightful because Bill is so big. Um, and the only place that could contain Bill is a musical, quite frankly, <laughs> um, especially like an opera that involves Gabe sock puppet, Gabe going off to war to fight what looks like a Cthulhu monster of some kind. <laughs> Um, and I just, I love all of it. I just love all of it. Um, so I think all of the components of it, just from Dipper making a Faustian bargain that he doesn't anticipate because of course Bill thinks of everyone as puppets to navigating all of their stuff together as twins. Cause I like when they both end up having to kind of diverge from one another in their goals, um they're supportive but only up to a point or up to whatever is happening that week and i think that there's a lot of really good drama to mine and they find lots of really good human connections in that as a result um that are just i think for me enhanced when you get someone like gabe who makes out with his hands or um just the presence of bill in general um or mabel going back to the dressing room going 36 more musical numbers to go. You got this. It's just like <laughs> so many numbers, Mabel. That's so many. Somebody has done one uh, South Pacific before. That's what that tells me. I only, yeah. only do so much chance <laughs> evening five more times and then we're finally done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's delightful. It's so good. I also just really like the reverend outfit of that Bipper ends up in. It's just so good and so specific of a evil like look it's just like oh this is well it's night of the hunter right that's what it is thank you i was trying to place it and i haven't been able to but it's night of the hunter yes that is exactly what it is yeah it's it's so it was such a lovely touch because it makes perfect sense that mabel's comedy would end with a wedding as comedies do um but you put it on, and if it was on Dipper, it would have just been weird. But you put it on Bill Dipper, and it's deranged and terrifying. It was so smart. This show has done so well with the tweaks to the animation. You know, like we, we mentioned this before when they had the body swap, right? But all it takes is the eyes, and it's just Dipper's really upsetting. <laughs> and granted, there's other things that have changed in the look and how the character moves for Bipper versus Dipper. But having, like, it's just those pupils. And it's just, oh man, it's so, it's very, it's very upsetting. Uh, and also, yeah. you know, like, again, like 
yeah, this is the show. <laughs> like, the, it, yeah. if the big Henry thing scared you off last episode, it's probably for the best because I don't know if you're going to handle this one. Um, other favorite moments from the from these uh, uh, this episode in particular are the things that stand out besides just like here's a skull. It never <laughs> stops screaming. <laughs> Um, I mean, I feel like those are the details we should be focusing on. But I also, I this was an uh, these actually this pair of episodes, um, I really appreciated a lot of the details, like um, uh, like Pacifica's dad reading aficionado aficionado magazine, mm-hmm. and um, there's an overly emotional owl serial. We see they're using the dino skull as an end table. Um, and in this one in particular, it's all of Wendy's cans on the roof of the mystery shack was a detail I just really loved. Um, it was so funny. Oh, we also haven't talked about the W neck. I know that was the last episode, <laughs> but, but shout out to the W neck shirt. That was such a good gag. Um, is there anything else with this one? Uh, candy needs to do some growing. Um, the puppet design was amazing. Um, and uh, I want it known that Tom was sort of half watching with me while I was watching. And when um, Gabe said the girl last night did a single stitch and a cross stitch, Tom said, what is he, a drag race judge? <laughs> Which I just loved. Um, so so those, are my, those are my thoughts. Holy mean. <laughs> drag race judge like i just yeah. i can't even imagine that like they could just take michelle off and replace him with gabe and it'll be <laughs> solid be, be like jenna when she's on america's kids got singing yes, exactly. jump back up your mother <laughs> um i do want to um goodness i had something i wanted to call out but now my brain is like it's gone now because of that drag race <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, we have um, to talk about Yorma Takone as just like perfect casting for Gabe, mm-hmm. which is like, I didn't realize it was him. And I saw, I was like, yeah, that, that tracks. That's good. That worked <laughs> really well. Um, I did. I did like that. No one really noticed that Dipper was being weird. Like none of like his sudden unearned confidence was there of like calling Wendy red. Um, like there's no acknowledgement of anything weird going on with Dipper. Um, despite the fact that there should clearly be something aware of, wait, this kid's acting weird, but not in the normal weird, just in the bad weird. <laughs> um, and I like that no one really catches on to that at all, um, which says how much they're not paying attention, I feel like. See, that's interesting. I had a different take. That to me yeah. just is because all of the bad weird is so easily chalk upable to has not slept in 24 to 48 hours. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, and I, love I can that, buy that. You know, like that the 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 equivalent, the rough equivalent for for us for Bill is like if you're if you just existed on no sleep um like and what that feels like and the the loopiness and like the just you know, out of out of your own mind that happens when you are uh, too sleep deprived, and then the fact that that is his downfall uh, is at the end is absolutely delightful. Yeah, well, human bodies, man, they suck. <laughs> well, any final thoughts, Marcus? If you have any thoughts, throw them in the chat. Otherwise, we will. I guess. I guess we'll move on. Like it's. I feel like it would just be easy to just say like start doing the Chris Farley show, right? And 
yeah. quoting things that are awesome about it. The the shot of um, the audience and Mabel's, I've seen enough movies to know this is when everybody <laughs> thinks, you know, and then they also start booing. That's delightful. I like the shot, like Gabe's expression with all the, when the, the like the fire is raining down. Um, Marcus says, Mabel did immediately believe Dipper was possessed when Pupper Dip it, Dipper said so. And that's, uh, yes, that's good. I like that she's been in this town long enough, right? They've had enough adventures that she's like, yeah, that tracks. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> we do need to call out the actual puppets of the Stinger for Sock Opera. Yes. Oh, this yeah. is my favorite yeah. Stinger of the series so yeah. far. Um, the thing that really made it for me was the switch back to animation. Like the Syphil and Ollie vibe. Then jumping right back to um, to it being a, a Mabel dream, I thought was amazing. I was really hoping that we were going to see um, Kristen Schaal and Jason Ritter. Um, but it, yeah, that singer was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the, a, um, just great. The Stan and the oh, uh, McGuckin. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Statler and Waldorf just yeah. looks so good too is the thing they look really really good I like that also that juxtaposition of we made two sock puppets and then we made these two actual puppets <laughs> um, and it's really cool um, they just got so much more money for this season as yeah. we'll see in next week <laughs> yeah definitely um, well we you know, we we have we have to keep it short today, so we're gonna wrap it up there. But yeah, these episodes are so good; <laughs> they're delightful. I'm very glad you enjoyed them, Allison, and certainly. Oh, I loved like, them. It was it's such a hoot. They're, yeah, it's it's a it's a blast. Um, now for Wednesday, we will be doing three episodes, and then we'll be back to two after that until the finale, because it's a three part finale, and otherwise we'd have one on its own. So we're gonna just do three, and we'll do it at this point in the season. So episodes five, six, and seven, and the titles are for episode five. Seuss and the real girl. <laughs> then we have for episode six, Little Gift Shop of Horrors. <laughs> and then for number seven, we have Society of the Blind Eye. Okay. So I'm just, listeners, if you are not in the Zoom, you are missing out on these expressions because they're delightful. So, Allison, any guesses <laughs> for these three episodes? Uh, I'm going to make zero guesses about Seuss and the real girl. I feel like there is no safe guess for me to make uh, (laughs) based on that title. Um, For those of you who don't know that reference, please look up Lars and the real girl um, and just read the, just read a little blurb. You don't need to read the whole synopsis. Just, just check out the premise and you will understand why uh, I reacted the way I did, uh, which was in absolute shock. Um, Little gift shop of horrors. Okay. Hmm. So something in the gift shop comes to life. Mm, Maybe the vending machine. Okay. I feel like I keep wanting it to be the vending machine. Everything I want to be the vending machine. Um, Maybe it's the vending machine. If not, it's a, a different plant or something. Um, maybe like a fern, like a bird's nest fern, something really um, not scary comes to life and they have to make a deal with it. And I'm hoping we get at least one Dipper as Seymour moment. That would be great because um, he's a total Seymour. And then uh, the last one, I assume, is some sort of bill related secret society. OK. Now, Noel, do you remember anything about these? Mark yes. Same question. What are you thinking you want to hint at or? Or I have no. really strong feelings about two of these. 
Um, some of them not great feelings. Um, and then the other one is fine. Okay. It's kind of how I feel about one of them. Yeah. So intriguing tease there. Okay. Uh, I, uh, am excited for parts of these and I don't, I I remember, but don't remember parts of these. And I'm just, there's like a, there's some more kind of title related things I'm excited for us to talk about on Wednesday. That's what I will say. Cause I, yeah. Cool. Anyways, I'll leave it there. So uh, thank you, Marcus, for joining us today in the chat and sharing your thoughts on all of these. Um, thank you everyone for listening. We're going to be back on Wednesday. Talk about three more episodes of Ready Falls. So it's been super fun. Bye. 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 Bye.